You're listening to Revengers Friends from Work, the podcast, with your host, Christina Zellin. In this episode of Revengers Friends from Work, the podcast, I'll be discussing the upcoming and future MCU projects that I'm excited for, and also some predictions about what I think will happen in some of the upcoming shows and movies. Also, the answer to last episode's question, what is the theme of all the episode titles? All the titles are songs that have been played so far throughout the MCU, including this one. So the first thing that I'm going to talk about, I'm going to basically talk about these in order of that they're coming out. So the first one that's going to come out is Moon Knight, and that's coming out on March 30th. We recently got a trailer of it, and the basis of it is that he can't differentiate between dreams and reality, and he's kind of getting confused. Like, simple things like seeing a person walk in an elevator, he thinks it's like some scary monster thing, and he's like freaking out over it, but there's really nothing there. He got his powers from the Egyptian moon god, Khonshu. Forgive me if I'm mispronouncing that. I'm kind of new to this hero, mostly kind of like most people are, unless you guys read comic books, which I don't. So if I mispronounce anything, I am deeply sorry. Most of the things about Moon Knight that I'm reading off here, I got off of Google because I honestly don't have time to read, sit there and read through all the comics to figure this out. So if any things are wrong, I'm sorry, Google told me this. So he got his power, his powers are basically enhanced strength during nights with full moons, which to me seems kind of dumb because there's only full moons like twice a month. So he can only like crime fight twice a month. Like that doesn't, that doesn't seem that helpful. Um, another thing he can do, he has prophetic visions and dreams and the ability to drain another person's life energies through physical contact. Which basically translates to you can kill them on contact, which kind of seems a little dark, especially for the MCU. Like, yeah, characters have powers that can kill people, but it's not, like, directly the power. They can, like, indirectly use their powers to kill them. It's never been, like, somebody touches somebody and they can just kill them on sight. On sight. Like, that just seems a little dark. But the costume looks fantastic. Like, I am in love with this costume. It looks so cool. And that poster that they posted on Instagram is so freaking cool. I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be sick. So not really too much to go off of. just because me personally, I don't know the character that well. And I don't really know where the story is going to be going with him. But I'm still excited for it because I think it's going to be really cool. And the visual effects are also going to look great for this. Now. The one that I am dying to talk about and the one that I am dying to see is Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which comes out on May 6th, which happens to be my day of my junior prom. How dare my junior prom be scheduled on the day of this movie? I, it's a disgraceful. <laughs> so, basically, this movie expands on the events of what happened in No Way Home and WandaVision. It's basically, if those two just com like combined, that's what this movie is basically on. The big thing for me is it has callbacks to even What If. Like, it has callbacks to other movies like No Way Home and WandaVision, like I mentioned. But it has freaking callbacks from an animated series, which I find so cool. I got chills when I saw Dark Stephen Strange in person in the trailer already after seeing No Way Home. Like, I was shooken to my core. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. Oh my god, it's canon. It's actually happening. And apparently, for this movie, there's supposed to be lots and lots of cameos. Like, it's supposed to be cameos galore all over the place. 
which is good. That's going to be cool because it's multiverse madness. So even characters that are dead now, like Tony, Steve, Nat, they could all come back as variants of one another. And I saw in an interview with Chris Evans, uh, not Chris Evans, Chris Evans, that he said that he's been filming a lot of cameos recently. I don't know, man. I don't know. He could he could be in this. There's there's a theory going around that we'll see Captain Hydra, and there's nothing more. There's nothing I want more than to see that. I have been dying ever since I saw like fan art and concept art of what he'd look like. I'm like I need it. I need to see that happen. It would be the coolest thing to me if I saw Steve go dark because that's all we that's all we've ever seen is good is good Steve, optimistic Steve, positive Steve. And just to see that be completely thrown away and have him just, like, embrace, like, the true darkness inside of him. Because everyone has a dark a darkness inside of them. Everyone has a light inside of them. Everyone has darkness inside of them. And just to see Steve fully embrace that darkness is just the coolest idea to me. It's, it's just going to be so cool. And some people have had talk of Tom Cruise playing Tony Stark. And I absolutely hate that idea, and so does a lot of other people. Nobody else wants to – nobody actually wants to see – uh, somebody else play Tony Stark, and I am included in that. So I just hope that doesn't happen, but we'll see. I don't direct the movie. If it happens, it happens, and I can't do anything about it. Another thing, like, this is all, like, just for this, I'm getting this all off of, like, TikTok, and they're getting it off of Twitter. So if any of these things are wrong, then blame Twitter. But a lot of people have been saying that there's going to be a Wanda versus Strange fight. Like, oh my god, that is going to be one of the coolest fight scenes ever. Like, just imagine. Like, you thought, like, a Strange versus Thanos fight was cool. Which, don't get me wrong, it was cool. Because it was still magic be magic. But this is, like, ultimate magic be magic. And it's going to be so cool. Because, yes, it's Strange's movie. So if we apply the Captain America Civil War logic, where it's Captain America's movie, his side, quote-unquote, won, then Strange should win this. But I don't know. Wanda has a very important role in this movie. I can see her. She could def. She could definitely be him. And like he could definitely like it's it's a very fair fight, and it could go. It could honestly go both ways. But once again, it's Strange's movie, so hope they'll probably give it to him. But who knows? I don't. And there's also been talks of a possible Wanda villain origin story. People are saying that this is the film that Wanda turns evil, and I am so here for it. There's a lot of us throughout the Marvel Cinematic Universe community that we stand Wanda no matter what she does. We will all love her regardless. If she she breaks down this multiverse and lets in all these threats, we'll just be like, go queen. Get it, girl. Like, I will stand by her and support her through whatever she does, good or bad. I will always have her back. Another thing that's been tweeted out is that a popular Avenger... Is being murdered to save the universe. I'm not in love with that, honestly. <laughs> I mean, I know it's part of the story. We've seen popular Avengers get murdered off for the save the universe, but it's kind of like limited as to the amount, like who can be murdered. Like they're not gonna kill off Strange in his own movie. If they kill off Wanda, there'll be a revolution. So basically, the only thing that's left in there is basically Wong, and I do not want Wong to be killed. I love that man. He is so funny. I don't want Wong to be killed. I don't want Wanda to be killed. They're not going to kill a strange in their own movie, so I don't know who exactly they're going to murder. 
I hope like like I don't want anyone to be murdered. Like I want them all to be alive. Like I love all three of those characters, but who knows? I don't know. We'll have to find out. Another big thing that's happening in this movie is American Chavez is making her debut. And once again, I don't know this character very well because she's in the comics and this is just her big film debut. So once again, I'm getting these facts off of Google. So apparently her power is to create star, por star portals, which sounds very cool. I don't know about you, but that sounds really cool. And it allows her to kick holes in reality and traverse the multiverse by accessing what she calls Starling Highway. Now that sounds pretty sick. Like this is the, like, if you're going to debut a character that has that kind of powers, this is definitely the film to do that. She can freaking kick holes in reality and travel through, like, girl. Girl's got, like, some powers over here. Like, we saw her in the trailer, so we know she's going to be there. Like, that's, that's confirmed. And, like, in the trailer, we saw this door just being opened up to some, like, I don't even know what. It kind of looked like that scene in Doctor Strange where they're all fighting in the Mirrorverse. And they had, like, that cool little, like, floor thing that was, like, moving around. And um, the Ancient Ones um, fight fighting the bad guys there. It kind of looked like that, but it wasn't that. But it looked really cool. I'm just really excited for this movie. I've been anticipating this movie, and you don't know how crushed I was when I found out that this movie was getting pushed back to May and that we could have had this March 3rd. I was like, are you kidding me? This thing got pushed back two months? Like, bro, we could have had this movie literally, like, almost like a month and a half from now. We could have had it, but no. No, freaking COVID pushed it back. So another, <laughs> another thing that I just wanted to bring up while sitting in the theater of No Way Home watching this trailer, and I've seen this online too, the impact that WandaVision had on Wanda's character and just seeing people lose their minds when Wanda comes on screen now is totally, totally awesome to me. Because I've always loved Wanda. She's always been like the really cool one to me. And it's just great now that I see that everyone else is finally starting to appreciate her as well. And it just shows what the impact of WandaVision had on the rest of the fandom. Because now that she's fully the Scarlet Witch, everybody now loves her who didn't love her before. And then you have people like me who always loved her. And once again, will stand by her whatever she does in this movie. So the last one that I'm going to fully go in depth in is Thor Love and Thunder, which comes out July 8th. Not too much to dive into here because we don't have that many details from it. Uh, we're getting the return of Jane Foster. She is like going to become the goddess of thunder, which I really don't know how I feel about that yet. I know she does in the comics, so it's kind of it's comic accurate to do it. I just I just can't picture Natalie Portman Portman pulling that off. I don't know. Just Jane just kind of annoys me in general. Like, some people are like, oh, Thor and Jane were so cute. No, they weren't. <laughs> it was kind of just Jane just fangirling, obsessing over Thor. And Thor just, I don't know. I, I, don't, I can't even describe the relationship. It was just bad. It, it, I just didn't like it at all. So now seeing Jane become a goddess of thunder, it just, it doesn't sit right with me right now. Maybe once I watch the movie, I'll get over it and be, feel better about it. But right now, I'm not really vibing with it. What I am vibing with, though, is Thor plus the Guardians of the Galaxy. We got a hint of that squad in Infinity War, and I loved it. It was it was so good. I It was the comedic squad 
of the century. Well, actually, I lied. It's not the comedic squad of the century. It's going to be the comedic squad of the year. Because last year's comedic squad, for me, was Kate and Yelena, or Yelena and Nat. I mean, just Yelena in general. I can't tell you how much I freaking love that woman, but that's besides the point. So, Thor plus the Guardians is going to be this year's comedic squad of the year. (laughs) And so, basically, we're going to address the state that Thor was left in at the end of Endgame. Like, it's basically been confirmed that Fat Thor will be gone. And we'll get back to our shredded Chris Hemsworth. I mean, Thor. (laughs) Hopefully, we'll see how Valkyrie is doing now that she's the new ruler of New Asgard on Earth. And apparently... I'm getting this off of an article online kind of by the director himself. We're going to focus on the central love story of Thor and Jane, which I guess was why it's called Thor, Love, and Thunder, because I feel like this is going to be really centered around Jane, which, again, I'm still not vibing with because I kind of felt like Thor the Dark World was kind of centered around Jane. But here we are again centering it around Jane. Apparently, this is this is supposed to be like one of the, like, the craziest movies ever. Like, I'm reading this off this article. And they're like, oh, this is going to put Thor Ragnarok like to shame and stuff like that. Oh, they didn't actually say that, but they're like, yeah, this is going to be way better than Thor Ragnarok and crazy stuff's going to be happening and it's going to be really funny. And I'm just like, all right, first of all, I don't know if anything can ever top Thor Ragnarok. I love that movie so much. It was so funny. The music choices were phenomenal. And guess what? <laughs> sorry. I am so sorry for all the Thor and Jane stands, but Jane wasn't in it. So that was, that was good. There was a brief mention of her and they said that sorry like sorry that jane dumped you she goes oh she she didn't dump me it was a mutual dumping so obviously some words were exchanged before that and i guess they just said it's better off not to see each other so now we're going into this movie kind of with like a rocky relationship between the two of them so it'll be interesting to see how that works out but apparently this is supposed to be some really crazy movie it's supposed to be really funny. It's supposed to top Thor Ragnarok. So I'll have to wait and see on that. Because Thor Ragnarok, I love that movie. It's in my top three movies. So that's going to be hard to top for me. But we'll see. I'm not going to knock it until I see it. So some other movies and shows that I'm excited for but have very little detail to go into is Ironheart. Armor Wars. It's about time Rhodey got his own show. Brody is, like, he, he's the king of common sense. Like, let me tell you, I've seen some of the deleted scenes with him. He's like, oh, why didn't you just do this? It's kind of like how Shuri in Infinity War said to Bruce, like, why didn't you just reprogram the synopsis to, to work connectively? I'm pretty proud of myself that I remember that off the top of my head. But I have, like, that entire movie script memorized. So it's kind of like that. But he just, like, constantly does it with just little things. So he's like, you know, why don't we just find baby Thanos? And, you know, like he's the king of common sense. And I love that because the Avengers always overcomplicate things. And you just have Rhodey standing there like, guys, why can't we just do this? So I think it's good that Rhodey's going to get his own show. He deserves it. Uh, another thing I'm excited for is Black Panther 2, Wakanda Forever. Gonna be, it's going to be interesting to see what they, what they do with this now. I don't know. I, nobody apparently wants CGI'd Chadwick Boseman, which I kind of don't either. So I kind of feel like that's disrespectful to him. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see how they work with this now. Uh, another one is Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. I just, I like Ant-Man. Like, and I liked Ant-Man and the Wasp. I don't know why people hate on those movies. They were funny movies. I freaking love Paul Rudd, and I love him as Scott Lang. He doesn't get enough credit, okay? 
Like he, this man like came up with the time heist. Okay, like he he got the idea going. He deserves a lot more credit than he is given. And I love Hope. Hope is funny, and I love Hope and Scott's relationship. And just the fact that we get another movie with them, I'm excited for it. And the last one that I'm going to say is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. I just like them. They're just a squad. And who knows? Maybe Thor's going to be in it now. Maybe he's going to finally be considered a Guardians of the Galaxy with them. Who knows? But I love them. So if they get another movie together, shoot, I'll watch it. Because I just know it'll have a dope soundtrack like it always does. Alright guys, our journey has now come to an end, at least for now. If I decide to keep going with this, good, but honestly, I've kind of run out of ideas, and the semester is ending for this course this week. So, sadly, this will be our last episode. Thank you guys for coming along on this journey with me, and I'll see you next time. Bye!